episode with me and other kids in my Jack and Jill group as we learn about careers in broadcasting. For those who do not know, Jack and Jill is a mother's organization geared towards preparing us to be the next generation of African-American leaders. They care about all of us and all children as teens and preteens. We work on our leadership skills have fundraisers, community service, and even do activities that impact the government and our community. We are joined today by two special guests from our local radio station. I'll let them introduce our, themselves uh, as we go around the table today and introduce uh, all of our co-hosts. So let's start with our special guests. What's up? Jack and Jill. Artist man QCB representing Fox Sports Charlotte and WCCB. Hey, what's going on, Jack and Jill? This your boy B-Notes holding you down from Power 98. Okay, so we're going to go around the table. Uh, we'll start with... Uh, what's up? I'm Marco. I'm 14, I think. I think. <laughs> Hi, I'm Carson. I'm 12. What's up, viewers? I'm Sean Michael Gore, and I'm 13. It's your boy, Jerome, and I'm 13. <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm Noah, and I'm 13. Hey, I'm Roland, and I'm 13. Hi, I'm Morgan, and I'm 13. I'm Jocelyn, and I'm 12. So, I'm Jeremiah, and I'm 14. Okay, so those are the voices that are going to be in this podcast today. Get used to them. Um, uh, today, we're going to be doing uh, just a giant check it out. Uh, so, let's start with that. So Check It Out is where us as the uh, hosts and co-hosts tell you things that we want you to check out. Um, so today we're going to split it into two things, what we've been reading and what we've been watching. Uh, we're going to start with what we've been uh, reading, uh, and Carson's going to kick that off. Hi, so like I said, I'm Carson, and what I read and also watched was The Hate You Give. And so what I kind of wanted to talk about was how the book and the movie compared. Yeah, uh, me and Carson went to go see it together, and we talked about it after the movie. Um, it, it'd be really nice to talk talk about it in the podcast, because the way that I saw it, and I'm guessing Carson, because we agreed, is that they, they made it a lot more lighter from Hollywood. Carson, do you want to talk about that a little bit more? So what I feel like is... They try to make the movie more easy for certain people to understand, certain audiences. Um, but the book showed how real life gets. So that's why I kind of like the book more because, you know, it shows real life instead of covering up and hiding what happens in everyday life. Yeah, um... Hey, you give, uh, if you didn't know, uh, it's, it's about this girl named Star. She, uh, one of her best friends, uh, gets shot by a police officer after being pulled over. Uh, and turns out he was innocent. And it goes through what she has to deal with after that hits the public and uh, what she does with the death of her friend. It's a good movie. You should check it out. But before you go see the movie, go read the book. 
they did make it a lot lighter with making it easier for the police officer. Does anybody want to talk about that a little bit more? I didn't watch or read the book, so I don't have anything. So um, let's get on to what we've been uh, watching. Uh, uh, we're going to split it up into two different segments a little. Um, since most of it was superheroes and Netflix originals, we're going to start off with superhero movies. So we're gonna. I'm gonna send that off to Bino. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge uh, comic book buff, so uh, superheroes is is my thing. And we're gonna talk about uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Now, the last time we seen Spider Man was in an Infinity War. He was disintegrating in Captain America's arms. But uh, the Spider Man Homecoming takes place after that. So my question is, how does Spider Man? comes back like how how does he make his return because the event that took place in uh, spider-man homecoming and then we fast forward to spider-man infinity war like how do how how does marvel um uh, is going is going to link it and um and also his ties over there in uh, i think he's in uh london and he's fighting mysterio so um definitely uh want to talk about uh spider-man homecoming so my theory about people disappearing and why people are showing up because in the Spider-Man trailer, they only show people who disappeared, right? So my theory is is that they disappeared into like another split universe mm-hmm. where they're going on with life without having the other half of the universe with them. Mm. So so they're in the so they're in the multiverse. So yeah. it's multiple universes. Yeah, cool, basically. cool. And that is how the movie Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse comes in. That's oh, yeah. why they pulled a bunch of different versions of Spider-Man into one universe. And that means it's probably more superheroes that are alive. I I, I agree. And um, actually, at the end of uh, Venom, at the end of Venom, we see the post-credit scenes that was actually the Spideyverse um, scene in in the in the Spideyverse oh. movie. So maybe we are looking at two separate universes. Three, who knows how many universes we're looking at? Yeah, um, they did show in the post-credit after Venom. They said in another universe, and yep. it showed a clip of Spider-Man with another universe of Peter Parker, and that uh, meet and greet scene. I guess that is shown in the movie, but. Yeah. Uh, so, I think the next movie we're supposed to be talking about is Aquaman, DC's most recent movie. Very colorful, directed by James Wan. Very good visionary for superhero movies in the future. Did anybody else see it? Um, I thought that movie was very great. I think it's one of the um, best movies DC has put out in the while since probably the Dark Knight series. It, yeah, like Jacob said, it had amazing visuals with all the colors. And just like seeing how an underwater world would work, I think that was really cool. Jocio, I've heard that you've seen the movie. Do you have anything to say about it? Yeah, I did see the movie. I I thought it was really good myself. But um, I think it did come after, what's it called, Justice League. It did come after that, I believe. So when he went back to save his kingdom, I thought that was um, really unique. Because right after what happened with Justice League, um, and he went back to his home. Land, even though he kind of didn't really want to go back, but he had to just to save where he came from, where he lived. He went back, so I thought that was really cool. Um, I thought I, it was interesting. I also thought it was cool. It told the backstory of him and his family and how um, his father and mother met um, when he, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I really did like that, though. The whole history of Atlanteans and how they're, 
how they're going on with life and how their technology advanced. I, I thought it was DC's Wakanda because, you know, most people don't know about that place. It's very colorful, different kinds of people. And there's a lot of stuff in there that you don't really see, like, in other movies, um, especially, like, other DC movies. Like, it's, like you guys said, with the colors, there's a lot of colors there. Um, a lot of neon-looking stuff. There's a lot of different animals that, like, light up and glow that look really cool yeah. there. So I thought that was different. So the, ne- uh, the next thing we're going to start talking about is Netflix, and I'm going to hand that to QCB. Yes, yeah, so I-, I checked out um, Bird Box. Okay. and it-, it was one of the hugely most popular... Movies that got downloaded on Netflix and people watched it. I think it was like 40 million some views. People was excited about it. I thought it was awful. Uh, I, 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 did, I didn't get it. Uh, I thought they was doing way too much stuff to be blindfolded. Uh, they spray painting the car windows so they w- wouldn't be able to see outside. But then they was able to use the GPS to maneuver through the street. And then they end up crashing right by the front door of the grocery store. Uh, I just thought it was too much unbelievable things. And then she canoed, canoed down a, a ferocious, uh, I guess, a lake, river, a stream. And, and she was able to canoe blindfolded. She fought off a guy who was probably, two, I weigh her about 200 pounds, uh, after she dropped the gun. Then she uh, docked the canoe, got uh, some fishing line, a thread, and, and blindfolded her way up to a, a cabin where she'd never been into before. It, it, it was just too much unbelievable stuff in there, and I, I thought it was awful. I have to disagree. Uh-oh. That movie Uh-oh. was great. great. I mean, I, I, I do agree with QCB. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you finish. How can you agree with him? I, oh, well, we'll give, okay. give your point. So, why I think it was good was because they explained, and that means you were not paying attention. Uh-oh. They did what now? Uh-oh. They explained, so... With the GPS and them going to the grocery store, the GPS, like, said when, like, a hump was coming, even though that was a dead body, they, like, humped over and it was like, oh, it's just a speed bump, but it was a body. Right. And then they had the direction, so they knew where where they were trying to go. They were trying to go to the grocery store. So even though they crashed in front of the grocery store, they were supposed to because the GPS took them there. So what you said about the GPS, and they just so happened to land, crash at the front door of the grocery store. I didn't see. I guess. I mean, I know. I know it's all a movie, but to me, that was a little more movie magic than I needed to see. I agree with that. A lot of movie magic. What's your name, by the way? Morgan. Well, I think you need to watch it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> another thing that I agree with is, if you think about it, after this whole disaster. I, when you saw them running into that house, people were crashing cars. There was explosions everywhere. So there had to be some debris in the way. And it couldn't just have been like a straight line all the way to the grocery store. Yeah, they exactly. had to maybe hit something other than a dead body. Yeah, actually. it was a little too clear for my liking. Yeah. There was a lot of things that just didn't make sense to me. Um, So the next movie we're going to talk about is to all the other boys. I, all, all To all the old to all the boys, I haven't seen this movie. I, I know Noah has in Morgan. This movie is more for girls, not boys. It's more of a romantic comedy. Oh, okay. So this movie is really good. Um, a lot of the girls liked earlier the Kissing Booth movie. Yes. Have you watched that? Yes. Um, I enjoyed I saw that. Kissing Booth too. I thought it was cute. <laughs> I did. I seen. I thought it was cute. But um, I 
I like that. Uh, to all the boys, to all the boys I've loved before, I like that better than the Kissing Booth. But I feel like it's like a cool movie, and I enjoyed it, and I would like to watch it multiple times. Okay, so it's about uh, this girl and this boy. She had like um, so when she has crushes. I have oh, seen <laughs> so when she has like crushes on boys, she writes letters to them, but she puts it in a box and like she doesn't give it out to them. So her um, she was keep on talking about how she has no love life. So her sister wanted to help her out by finding the letters and mailing it to all the boys like that she loved before. And then this one boy got the letter, which she she didn't like the boy then. But he wanted to, like, make, I guess, his ex jealous. So they made, like, a dating pact or whatever. So they were, like, fake dating. And they ended up liking each other and stuff. So, yeah, that's kind of what the movie's about. I thought it was a lot better than The Kissing Booth, in my opinion. Because, like, The Kissing Booth was okay. It had, like, its plot line. It had its romantic comedies and stuff. But, you know, when you see To All the Boys, it seems more real. Like, the sister's off in college she can't talk to her it kind of represents like how you can't really talk to people when you're in that kind of situation and then the younger sister's being mischievous and she's telling her you got to get a life and then yeah it's a lot more (laughs) oh yeah and then in the kissing booth there's like more of an all-white cast like joey king right isn't that the girl who plays that yeah she's like the main character She's, like, the main character. And then you see um, Lana, who's, like, the main character. I don't know what her real name is, though. I'm sorry. Don't know. But she's, uh, I don't know what she is. Um, I think she's Asian. Yeah, she's I'm not Asian. Trying to, yeah, Asian. okay, cool. I don't want to, like, assume anything. And then there's more of an Asian cast. And, you know, like, Mona from Pretty Little Liars plays the older sister. I know she is. Um, I think she's Asian, too. And then, um, yeah, and you see a more diverse cast, which is all also in like Crazy Rich Asians and stuff like that, which is kind of coming closer to like 2019 stuff, like more of a diverse cast in more movies. And yeah. Um. So the next thing we're gonna get into is Glee. I haven't seen this myself, but I heard it's really good. Um. So I love Glee. This is like one of my favorite shows of all time. It's about. <laughs> Okay, so it's about a school called William McKinley High School, and it has one teacher. He's a Spanish teacher. His name is Will Schuster, and he creates this glee club. It doesn't get much funding, and it's not very good, but very few people try out for it because they think it's like the low of the low. You're not going to get any social credit. It's going to get you bullied, and it does get them bullied. So these, like, five five or four it's four four kids they sign up and they create this glee club it does not get them anything but there's this villain her name's sue sylvester she's a cheerleading coach and she um puts the kids some other kids in there like with a higher social status like cheerleaders trying to get intel to shut down the club because it's taking away her funding for the cheerleaders and now they are all like getting mixed up with each other and there's a lot of relationships trials and errors and they like start try to win competitions every time they don't win a competition they get knocked down to try to get back up again and it is a lot of fun to watch yeah one uh, thing that I like about this show is that it shows how if you have a dream that you should keep pushing and going for it because someday it can get you somewhere really big um, I remember watching Glee I think I was like 10 11 maybe uh, pretty young it is an older show but I enjoyed it um, I like like high school based shows and stuff and it was very diverse too and a lot of things were going on that um, even though it's an older show, it's still happening now. So yeah, I enjoyed that. I feel that this show is very cheesy. <laughs> 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 yes, I am. But 
it kind of reminds me of High School Musical. That's another thing. If you don't like High School Musical, you shouldn't watch it. Well, I disagree because it has more of a real factor to it. You get, like, real situations that happen in real life. Like, teen pregnancy is not happened in high school musical and then like a lot of other stuff that's conveyed through song and it's amazing okay so the next thing we're gonna get into is the office i know a lot of you guys have seen this yes <laughs> the office is a show about it's a documentary about these people in an office but it's also i mean it's shown through an uh documentary uh perspective but it's a comedy the office has been uh uh, start for a lot of great comedians so it it is a really good show um um me i also think the office is a really good show um i watched it with my brother over christmas break but he started out the third season which kind of made me mad but that's okay so um i have to rewatch the other stuff but um what i have watched already i thought was very good and it was very funny um what's interesting to me is that it is um like you said it is a documentary but they're and they're still acting but they're acting like um they're acting as if it's a documentary so they're still acting but like yeah uh i think the office is good i mean i think so everybody in our in my grade at least i'm not sure about our school probably our entire school but we had this uh spirit week we call it and one of the days was fictional character day you got to dress up as any fictional character you wanted and like a bunch of people from out our grade tried to dress up as office characters <laughs> and so we would like watch it during a break time during the day so it was like it's pretty big everybody knows everyone's name in the office everybody mocks them they can recall specific episodes and yes. things that happen from every season and it's yeah. yeah, the same thing happens at my school. Uh, just like our grade, like everyone quotes The Office. We did the same thing. Um, we had a character day during Spirit Week. And we all, um, uh, a lot of people dressed up as like office characters. We took like a really big picture and stuff. Uh, so yeah, I guess it's like super popular in schools now being a, um, an older show. One thing that I like about The Office is that even though it's like for older ages, it's like relatable to like younger ages as well. Coming from a guy who worked in the office when I worked for the city, that's QCB, by the way. Uh, uh, I liked the office. I didn't watch it when it was live on television. I, I binge watched it maybe last year, and I thought it was it was awesome. Not that I didn't like it. I saw a couple episodes when it was on television, but I was watching so much other stuff that. But um, from Dwight Schrute uh, to Angela and, and you know and Pam and and um, it was and Michael Scott. Michael Scott should have got fired about forty times. <laughs> But but you know but he's such he has such a good heart and it was so funny how he would try to fix problems or mess that he made or mess that someone was going through. But I think Michael Scott's probably one of the top ten characters in television history. He was, uh, Steve Carell did a good part. I mean, good job playing Michael Scott. So Office, if you ain't seen it, have you seen it? Keep watching. It's very good. A lot of great quotables from now. So you're right about that. So I think that's the end of the show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this has been me, Jacob Echeverria. Uh, we're going to go around again. We'll start with the radio show host. And now is the time to plug anything that you want to do, social media, maybe YouTube, any any of that. So I'm B-Notes of Pattern 8. You can catch me Monday through Friday, 6.50 to 12 a.m. Uh, and follow me on Instagram at B underscore notes zero zero. I'm QCB. Catch me on Fox Sports Charlotte and also catch me on WCCB. So, um, you know, 
And uh, oh yeah, in the latest uh, People magazine, I got voted sexiest man alive. <laughs> I beat out Aegis Elba. They made a mistake. It's your girl Carson, and you can go follow me on Snapchat. Princess K14. So I'm Marco. You can catch me on Instagram if you find my profile. I don't even know the name, but I'm sure you can find it. Same with Snapchat. Don't know the name. You might find it eventually. Maybe. What's up? I'm Sean Michael Gore, and I'm in a boy band called TGB. Okay. And y'all should follow me on Instagram at TGB Rocks. And I just reached 100,000 followers. Whoa. Alright, I'm Jerome. Um, I don't have 100,000 followers, but you can follow my Instagram <laughs> account at jmacbutler, the third, so three eyes. Hey y'all, I'm Noah. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at equine.noah without an H. Uh, it's private, but if you just DM uh, saying that I came from Jacob's podcast, then I can accept you. Um, uh, I'm, it's me, Jacob. Uh, all of my things, uh, Snapchat, KidJCell, JCEL. Instagram, Kid J Cell, J C E even Xbox, PS4, Nintendo Switch, you know. I'm Rylan and uh you can follow me on Snapchat at Cookies four L with the number four and an L after it. Hi, I'm Morgan. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore Morgan Milan. And I would say follow me on Snapchat, but I've changed my username like fifty times so I don't remember it, so thanks. Hi, I'm Josiel. I don't have social media, but that's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm Jeremiah. Uh, follow me at Jeremiah.120, J-E-R-E-M-A-I.120 on Instagram and Snapchat. Um, that was the show. Thank you for listening. And bye. Woo-hoo! See you. Good job, guys. <laughs> 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 <laughs>